Are you ready for this jelly? Jelly? Is that a is that an actual phrase? That's actually a song lyric. From, oh, from Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Okay. Well, let's um, go. I'm ready for anything. All right. Hello, I'm Lisa Sinclair. Ready. I'm ready, willing, and able. Mm, a little bit less able than some, perhaps. In, <laughs> hey. your, in your current oh. state. My current <laughs> status. Yes. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hello, Claire Isaac, my co-host. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Look, I'm good, thank you. Well, that, that's good to hear. I had the day off today. Yes, mm. because you worked on the weekend, as did I. Yes, you played the role of me. Of a, because I did, I played you. <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? I was <laughs> acting Claire Isaac for a day or two. Um, um, because of the Queen. Because of a reason we'll talk about. We'll talk about. Mm. That's right, yes. Um, should we talk about it then? Well, we can. Do you want to just quickly go through what else we're going to talk about? Or... All right. Okay. Well, this week <laughs> in um, playing Devil's Avocado, the podcast, we yes. have some news yes. with views. Yes. With some little, beauty, little. beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot, yes. beauty spot. Yes. Um, what hurts now? What hurts now? Dutch club. And some big questions. That's and some all. foodie stuff as well. Oh, yeah, cool. we always talk about food. Uh, or not. Let's talk first about news with views. News with views. Yeah. Okay. So there was some quite big news. On Just a little bit of on Thursday. Big news, yeah. Very big. Yeah. So farewell to our beloved queen at age 96. Yeah, she popped yeah. her clogs, finally popped her clogs, poor lady. She did bless her. Yeah, um, how do you feel about I, it? Well, I've always loved the queen, to be honest. I think she's a very admirable woman and did her best with a really probably quite an awful job and, you know, kept going to the bitter end, didn't she? And, yeah. you know, what a crazy, weird life. Who would want that life, to be honest? No, you just wouldn't want it, no. would you? I actually feel I like she should have stepped down about 20 years ago. Do you? Yeah, because I think she's made it impossible for people moving forward. And I don't think she did it on purpose, but I feel like mm. she is like now it's just all so ridiculous and Charles is 70 and... Mm. Yeah, he's not I mean, he's, long in him. I, he's he's worried me a bit because he keeps banging on about whatever remains of my life, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what do you know that we don't? Yes. Um, but the Queen would never abdicate because um, she was so scarred by her uncle abdicating, I which know. is what ruined her life to start with. I get it, but so, I think that Charles mm. could have sorted it out. I just don't know. I, mm. I'm watching it all now and I'm thinking this is just so dumb and it's also archaic and it's also it's ridiculous. Very, and it does if feel she'd done very, it 20 years ago, at least it wouldn't have yeah. been an old man doing it. There'd be some future to look forward to, some ideas to bring to mm. the table. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's just your that's your view, Claire. Um, <laughs> yes. I had this fun fact which blew my mind a bit. Nine in ten living humans were born after Elizabeth became queen. Yeah, that's fucking amazing, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? That's how long she's been the queen. It is um, absolutely unthinkable. Mm. <laughs> I tell you what's interesting, though. I mean, obviously we've worked in women's mags and newspapers for a long time, so the, 
royal family has been our bread and butter. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of that is because the Queen was a woman. So a lot of it was women were interested in her because of her, obviously because she's amazing, but also like you just love the frocks and the jewels yeah. and the. And there's something and frivolous about what stuff. is actually a very boring and dull job. Yeah, and because also I suppose she was a mother of four, which in yeah. itself is quite hard work. Mm. But I wonder if that interest will remain with an old man doing it. No. I wonder. I think I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. An old man who's famously, you know, had his issues with fatherhood anyway, and yes. his issues with marriage, and his issues with women, and yes, because um, yeah. watching Charles go to open something. He'll like we know he'll wear either a grey suit or a navy blue suit, and he might jazz it up with a little pocket square. But it's not like Queenie. Like, what colour hat is she wearing? To, you know, what outfit? No. What colour is she wearing today? She was so aware. There's that really famous quote, you know, that I have to be seen to be believed. She was so aware that people wanted to see her, and yeah. so that's how she devised what she would wear um, when she was going to these events. And she got really into her fluoro colours as well. And so there was all that. It was all a bit more interesting, wasn't it? Mm. Whereas, you know, Charles going to open something in a suit, is, it's not interesting, it's not is interesting. it? It's not interesting. I have two things no. to say on that. One is that state, yes. Statler or a pen company should do a Queen highlighter set immediately. Immediately, <laughs> yes. And B, <laughs> um, yes. I did go and see Charles once. You did, I remember. And he, I was yeah, excited was, to see him. very excited. Yeah, I was yeah. very excited to see him. And then we saw him yeah. again a few years later and waved at him in the street and he, his horn tooted, if you know what I mean, um, oh, yes. and the car. Um, and that was quite exciting as well. But I think it was more mm. because it was the celebrity, not so much because it's him. I feel like we'll all get very bored with him very quickly because, as you say, lots of, old, lots of old men in suits, we see that all the time. You have to mm. go to the bank for that or a woman, you know, yeah. food court at lunchtime. Yeah. I saw the Queen once um, driving down where I grew up. She drove past the school that I didn't even go to, but I stopped and we all waved our little flags and she Aww. drove past very, very, very slowly Aww. and she did her little wave. Um, I would have been about 13 or 14, I think. Mm. That's it. But I remember going to Trooping the Colour for, oh, for her Silver Jubilee. And so, I mean, so many of your memories are just tied up they with are. the Queen. Yeah, they Whether are. they'd be tied up with the King. I don't know. And also it's a bit sad, isn't it? Because you had you had Victoria and Elizabeth and like these massive jobs running women running the world basically or mm. running the empire. Mm. And now we've got at least three kings. I know and in it's a just row. It's not going to be as much fun in a I row. I think George, you know, that's it after George. We might get to George. I don't know that we'll get to George, but I also feel like, I mean, I, I feel like Australia won't get to George. Australia will, mm. will probably bow out at mm. Charles. But yeah. I also, um, it would have been nice to think that Charles had had 20 years on the throne by now and could abdicate yes. for William yes. and a new breed of royals, William and Kate, with the kids really yes. front and centre, make it really family, lots of lovely, you know, yeah. because Camilla is, I'm sure Camilla's a lovely lady and we all know she is fun and nice and yeah. has been his his rock through everything and all that sort of stuff but mm. she's just another grey-haired lady as well whereas at least Kate and Wills would have some energy and some fun yes. I mean he still is a man a bald man in a suit but you know at least he's like under 50. I think he's got elements of his father's petulance oh, yeah. that oh, will the, become this... more apparent. Very petulant <laughs> honestly these man babies that rule, rule countries. I know 
And it's a shame, it is a shame that they, you know, couldn't make it work with Harry and Meghan because they, again, bring a bit of glamour and excitement to the proceedings, mm. don't they? What did you think about mm. the walkabout with the four of them? I was pleasantly surprised to see it. I felt it was all a bit orkies, um, obviously very staged. Um, I think it. I would hope that the brothers are... are you know, turning to each other a little bit because in their hour of need mm. and grief. Um, yeah, I mean, it was all right, wasn't it? It's just all a bit bon- The whole thing's bonkers. It's bonkers. bonkers. It is. And, I mean, mm. they've lost their grandmother and their grandfather in the yeah. last little while. Like, it's very sad, the whole family. Yeah. But then you just watch them standing vigil and you watch them marching and you watch them <laughs> signing things with quills and fucking reading mm. things in... In, in rooms full of old prime ministers, and you'd go, What the fuck is this? Like, where are we? I mean, it's like Game it. of Thrones. I do, I do love it, but it's insane. And what, what I was watching the succession ceremony when it, whatever it was on mm. Friday, mm. and you know, some commentator was saying, And this is the way it's been done since 1400. And you just go, Oh my god, that's even 200 years before. Henry VIII was chopping off everyone's heads, mm. you know, like mm. maybe you should have updated it then. <laughs> but also you know? it hasn't been done this way since se- for 70 years. So no, it's, it's also, right. it's also like, like has no one ever looked it. at the rule book before now and gone, oh, it's a bit fussy, a bit thumpy, like maybe we could jazz it up a bit, yeah. put it in the garden. Jazz it up a bit. I don't Get know. Get some people on some decks or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anywho, like you did ask, if you were invited to the funeral, would you go? Yeah, because 10 Australians are going. Of course. You would go. Duh. Yes. I Wouldn't would, you? I would go for the spectacle, yes. Yes. But it would be very weird to be one of the 10 people <laughs> invited. It Imagine was, if uh, you got a call from look. Elbow. Uh, hello, Claire and Lisa. Thank you for your kind, um, you know, your <laughs> lovely work your in the community. The <laughs> We'd love you to come as our guest on our um, Air Force jet to the UK, not at taxpayers' expense, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And look, I'd learn. be surprised. I'd be surprised mm. if that was to happen. But I would go. <laughs> I would go too. Yeah. I would go too. Okay, well, Albo, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> if you need someone, a seat filler, Albo, we're your yeah. gals. This is Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot. Um, you have a couple of duty, be- duty spots, beauty, <laughs> beauty spots. spots. Duty spots, that's like, that's the queen. She would do duty spots. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> bless her. Bless. Um, yes, so the first thing I'm going to say is, in the continuing saga of my psoriasis, um, yes. randomly I just bought, because it was on sale in Coles one day, Sukin Signature Botanical oh, yes. Body Wash, right? Just yes. because I thought, oh, that's nice, that's cheap, I'll buy that for a change. Normally I'll buy yeah. something from Juliet. It's quite from Etsy, so was it on half price? Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, has, it is really helping my psoriasis. Oh. So I think it's parabens maybe is the problem. Maybe it just irrita- right. gets irritated with other things. I've tried some maybe natural... Maybe smells. Maybe. But some natural things don't seem to don't seem to help yeah. in any way. But for some reason it's yeah. really, really helping. So if... I'm having a look and it's non-soap. It's yeah. soap-free. Yeah. That so whatever it mine. is, whatever it is, I'm not going to mm. question oh, it. Hello. 
Hello, Millie. Hello, Millie. Um, um, I'm not oh, that's good it. to It's know. just really good. So I would suggest mm. that anyone who has skin issues, it might mm. be worth having a little look at it next time it's on sale and just seeing if it's something that works for you because it has certainly helped. It hasn't, like, it doesn't, hasn't cured it or anything like that, but, it, but mm. often I'll become quite itchy, hasn't got itchy, it hasn't got worse. It's usually on sale somewhere as well, isn't it? It's Susan? one of those things you've got to run around yeah. worse and cold. To Must be a lost leader. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing I've discovered, I was watching um, someone on Instagram um, talking about something they'd seen on TikTok because there's nothing right. I like my but to so refer. So you're on Instagram watching TikTok, which <laughs> yes. is how our generation Which is how generation, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and Apparently talking... it's a two-week lead-in. Right. From TikTok to Instagram. Yeah, it's about my it's about my pace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was um, talking about cleaning makeup brushes. And I bought a little, ages ago, I bought a little contraption that's battery operated where you stick your makeup brush oh, into yes. it. And, oh, sorry, yeah. the makeup brush cleaner. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it spins around really fast and cleans them, but you have to use like special, um, like maybe Garnier you know, micellar water or something to try and clean it, and it doesn't always get it off. And if it's an oil-based foundation, you have no hope of being able to get rid mm. of it. Anyway, so I was I was just thinking, oh, well, I'll just... I never really clean my makeup brushes as much as I should. I'm a terrible grot. Yes. But then yeah. I saw this woman talking about this thing called Zote, which is a Mexican laundry soap that you can get online. I bought mine on Amazon. And you basically just kind of lather up your brush against the soap and oh my god it works absolutely amazingly i can just sorry readers listeners i'm watching lisa trying to push her cat off a table because she's just being very naughty um yeah it works it works amazingly it's absolutely amazing it like completely cleaned the brush instantly do you have to use zote or can you use like a a soap that you can get here well presumably it's the laundry soapness of it so it's got something in it that mm. must whiten and brighten or something you know like it's probably mm. got something in it but this this particular brand is known for being able to do all sorts of right things other than just do your washing it's a big pink block oh. of soap it's about this big you can get them there's all varying prices like from three dollars fifty up to about mm. thirty dollars on amazon but you know like i think there's a mexican kind of Australian store that sells it for about four dollars. So, oh, it's worth okay. trying. Well, it's worth trying. Worth a go, isn't it? All right. Tip. I'll put a picture of the soap in the PDAs, which is our Facebook group, in case you want to try it. Oh God, <laughs> that noise no, was I'm the cat. Gonna this, I'm just going to put this cat out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Marvelous. Yeah. Well, that's good to know that you've got your. Brush is nice and clean, Claire. <laughs> you thought you'd be happy about that. Other uh, things that need to be nice and clean, Claire. Yes, Lisa. Are um, surgeries, theatres. <laughs> theaters <that you> <laughs> I don't know surgery. where you were going. I don't know where you were going. But yes, it's what hurts. No. What hurts? Oh, because you've had surgery and you would hope that you, it was in a sterile environment. I think that's what I was where I was trying to get to with that segue. I kind of got it. I was like, what? Um, yes, I had surgery. It was in a very sterile environment. <laughs> and I'm not just saying it wasn't fun. It was um, it was very clean. Um, but gosh, gosh, having an operation is a weird thing, isn't it? It is. Did they it's... do that thing where they make you count back from 10 well, and the no, last they... thing you remember is... Four. No, he said, we're just going to, like, he said, move over onto this bed. So he, I shuffled over onto a different bed. Then he said, 
I'm going to put this thing in your arm. Then he said, I'm going to give you this oxygen. And then he said, right, are you comfortable? Just move your arm down here. And then I said, oh, there are the stirrups because I could see the nurse. And she said, don't look at those. And then I woke up. Oh. Like an hour and a half later. <laughs> that sounds like a horror film. <laughs> oh, so, no. Um, yes. So, but then it's all done and I feel a lot better. But the, um, Did you I, wake up crying? Um, no, I did wake up in pain, though, and feeling very sick. Oh. And I had to, right. have, had to have some drugs immediately to kind of settle me down. Um, right. So they were trying very hard to work out what was going on and I was in a lot of pain. Um, but then it was all fine. But I did cry. I have been crying for the last couple of days at very random things, which I think is a is a an the general anaesthetic problem. He did say to me, some ladies get very upset after surgery the next day. Usually, depends where you are. Yeah. Oh, depends where you are in your um, surgery in your um, cycle. He said. Oh, does it? Mm. That's interesting. Yes. But it did make me think how creepy it is. Like that whole, I mean, I've said this before. I say this all the time about general anaesthetics. I find them very creepy because you basically, you have no, you have no idea what people are doing to you and you just have to trust that they're doing it, obviously, because they are experts in their fields and they're they're there to do a job. But obviously it's such a, you're putting all of your trust and everything into these people who then put you under keep you under and then bring you back out of it an hour later or however long. Like, it's such a weird thing, isn't it? It is a big trust exercise for sure. And then you hear terrible stories, don't you? <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was literally having an operation where they went up my vagina. <laughs> yes. No, I know. I'm aware of where they went. But they didn't cut me open or anything. So, like, I was not only was I trusting them not to slip with the knife, but I was also presenting, oh, <laughs> presenting to. The... <laughs> you should see Lisa's face for readers, listeners. Terrible. All right. Anyway, and then on the, af- on. the aftermath of all that, of course, is that you then have to claim everything. You know, oh, and yes. try and work out from Medicare. And you can't claim your private health insurance until you've cli- claimed things from Medicare. But then, And then you have to get the thing from Medicare and then you have to ask Medicare for a gap statement. And then you have to send that mm. to your private... So it's like, it's going to be like 40,000 years before I get any of the money back. No, it's very bamboozling. Oh, do you know what? I forgot to put something on, on the what, what Hurts Now list. Oh, yeah. Well, I put it in a box. Oh. In a bag. <laughs> And you tell me, me talking about my operation was too much. I pooed in the bag too. At the same, um, we did it. We did it simultaneously. But we didn't realise, did we? <laughs> like, I texted you and said, I've, "I've done my bowel cancer check," and you said, "Oh, I've done it too." Because <laughs> um, you do it regularly, don't you? Because you've got it in the family. Yeah, but also I am um, four years old. Just than enjoy you. it. <laughs> yeah, just do it for fun. I just send away. I've lost my lost my test. Can I have another one? No. Um, anyway, I, I am four years exciting. older than you, so I've had two more than you have. That's all. Right. But it's very exciting. Is it? Uh... Um, <laughs> well, something to do, isn't it? Something to do Half in the morning. <laughs> it's a lot of lot of faff, isn't it? Because you've got to like lay the paper down on the toilet, and then you the can't wee on, on it. You've got to wee beforehand, no, and then wee first, and then do that, and then poke it around, and then you've got to do it all over again, <laughs> and then you've got to keep it in the fridge, keep it in the fridge, and then you've got to, and then you've got to post it. But they tell you 
I mean, it was a cool day, so it didn't really matter what time I posted it. But they said if it's a warm day, you have to post it in the afternoon. Otherwise, it um, sits in the post box all day, obviously. Oh, and it's... <laughs> so ridiculous. I wonder if mailmen oh, know what the things are that they think I'm putting into their oh, sacks. there'd be all sorts going on in the mail. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, my, another What Hurts Now, Claire. Yes, your my sciatica. Update. Yeah, what's going on? Well, well, do you know, it's actually... I'm pretty good. Um, I've been doing all my exercises. So I'm seeing a physio every week because obviously I'm getting on a plane in four weeks' time um, to do a 31-hour journey. And mm. when this sciatica started six weeks ago, I, I don't think I'd have been able to do it. I really don't. Mm. Um, but now I feel like we're nearly we're getting there. Apparently sciatica, it start, like mine started in my, what's it called, your calf. But because, and then it moves up your leg, and now it's sort of in the bottom of my back, which apparently is a really good thing. It shows that it's moving mm. or something. I okay. don't know. Anyway, I love going to the physio. It's just like undivided attention from someone for half an hour where they just poke you and prod you and, you know, <laughs> bend you around. Um, and then I've been doing all my exercises. I've been very diligent doing my exercises, which I think has helped. And then, so two things. I've got a hot water bottle addiction. <laughs> Because the heat really helps. Yes. And now I can't go to sleep without a hot bottle, a hot Aww. water bottle, which means I have officially turned into my mother. Oh. Um, and then the other thing is I've got my Shakti mat out. The oh, cupboard. yes. I've got a have Shakti mat. Have you got a Shakti mat? I do have a Shakti mat. I think oh, I got God. it because I had, I had sciatica in a bad back, yes. Oh, my God. They're so fantastic. And you just – a Shakti mat. So I'll explain if you don't know. It's like this sponge mat and then it's got – it's meant to be like the – Nail, like, bed of nails. Bed of saying. nails. Yeah. It's got all these plastic spikes on it and you lie down on it. I haven't quite gone bareback yet because um, I'm too much of a wuss, so I've still got something between me and the Shakti mat. And you lie there and then it sort of it, it makes all the blood flow go mental and circulation and then some, you get a bit high off it almost. Yeah, you can do. It's very good for you. It feels very good for you. I don't know if it is. And you can roll them up there. and so that you can do the back of your neck and stuff like that and that's really good as well. Like You can get them into different shapes so that you can Well, now they it. sell them in pillows. Oh, heaven. They sell the round ones so you can buy the round, like a bolster pillow, mm. which is a Shakti mat, and then you've got your Shakti mat underneath. Um, so, yeah, it's a return of the Shakti mat. It sort of comes out every time I have a bad back and then it goes back in the cupboard for another yes. two years. And you think, should I chuck this away? And then you go, no, I might need yeah. it again. No, <laughs> never to chuck it away there. Um, so that was What Hurts Now. What Hurts Now. Um, okay. Now, Claire, mm. how do you feel, talking of hot water bottles, <laughs> How do you feel about another La Nina summer? Oh, God. I'm quite nervous about it. How, you don't care because mm. you're not going to be here, I suppose. I don't care. Well, I do care. I care for my friends and I care for my leaky house, which will be still be here. Um, rain, yeah, being so they're saying, the, the, bureau, the Bureau are saying that it's the third year in a row that Sydney is going to have a wet summer, possibly just Mm. up until the beginning of next year, so maybe not through the whole of summer, but certainly through the beginning of it. And, of course, in the last two years we've had terrible floods, really, really bad floods in New South Wales and southeast Queensland, and it's just been absolutely hellish. So for a lot of people, I mean, for me in Sydney in very... um, 
city side Sydney, it hasn't really affected me that much other than just be annoying and you can't get your washing dry and all those things. But for people mm. who live on rivers or in, you know, outlying places, it's been hellish. I just remember last summer it being like, you know, people not being able to get anywhere because they're cut off and worried about their houses and, and obviously lots of people lost their homes and lost animals and lost loved ones. Yeah. Like, it's quite scary, isn't it? And, I mean, the other thing with Sydney is that the other thing you'll have if you don't have that is bushfires. So we're not going to have bushfires, which is great. No. But it's really... No. When they start... When the ones in February started, we were um, away with my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and we were just up in Sydney and they were going back. They live in Queensland on the river in Brisbane and tell it was going to go crazy mm-hmm. and someone rang them and said um, said where are your car keys and they're like in our pocket and so that was that was goodbye to the uh, suv as that just went went under um it's very traumatic they you know i mean they didn't fare as badly as a lot of people either but still it, it's i remember watching the news and they, they interviewed this boy in camden and he said oh this is the third time we've been flooded and it's Oh, that poor little boy, you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, it's not. you don't want to get used to that, do you? I mean, or, no. or, be, or be thinking already about what you're going to do and how you're going to plan for it. You've literally just dried your house out. You might have got your insurance money through. You might not yet. You know, yeah. anyway, well, all we can say is we're thinking of you people who are going to be affected really badly and it's just not fair and hopefully we can get a break at some point. Um, Let's catch a break, for fucking God's hell. sake. Fucking hell, Job. Yeah. Um, but I'll be in the UK, so it'll be raining there as well, so we can all be rained on together. <laughs> You'll be drizzled. Drizzled on. Drizzly. I'll be drizzled. Drizzly. It's drizzly today. Um, all right, well, let's do some culture club. Culture club. Culture club. Um, what are you watching? Well, I'm watching The Dry, because you told me to. Oh, yes. Yeah. And? Um, I love it. I like it very much. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, it is very good. It's the uh, an Irish show that Lisa spoke about last week about a girl who yeah. goes back to Ireland who, and she's an alcoholic and she is trying very hard to stay dry while in Ireland, which, of course, is a land of heavy drinkers. Um, and yeah. hilarity and dark comedy ensues. Yeah, it's good. I, yeah, I, I like binged, it. As I said, I binged the whole thing very yeah, quickly. yeah. Um, yeah. And we're both watching Welcome to Wrexham. I just see you posted yes, that then. I've just remembered Welcome yeah. to Wrexham. Which Are you is, liking it? I am liking it. So it's Ryan Reynolds and um, the other man. What's the other man called? Rob McIlhenny. McIlhenny. And he is actually in Mythic Quest, which I am quite partial yeah. to, which is an Apple yeah. TV show about um, a games, games company. <laughs> yes. Gamers. Um, and they have bought this failing football club in it's basically ted lasso but real yeah isn't it so they went ahead and bought this welsh football team called wrexham who are at the bottom of the bottom division and decided that they were going to see if they could turn it around and so it's a documentary the bits i know you said to me the other day ryan reynolds is very annoying and he is actually well i'm only about halfway through and Mm. i up to this point i've loved ryan reynolds with you know abandon 
And but I just find him grating in this. I don't mind Rob; he's all right. But Ryan's just too clever. He's just trying to be too clever. He's just trying to be you know very I mean? funny and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like as time goes on in the show, like I've watched more than you, he yes. kind of gets a bit humbled by the fact that it's not as easy as they thought it was going to be. Yeah. And the, it's actually the stories of the supporters and the people who work there are what yeah. makes this such a lovely show. It's very heartwarming. Yeah. There's lots of tragedy. They're from a very poor background, a sort of mining town, and a you know, like, yeah. and but it's just it's just lovely to watch, and it's just yeah, it is like Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's, it's on Disney. Time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, look, I mean, we'll, I'll keep watching it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's quite feel good telly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, my life is currently being destroyed, Claire, and I, I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> destroyed. By Below Deck. Why <laughs> destroyed? <laughs> because you know how I love a bit of reality TV. Oh, so you do? I have no the... idea. <laughs> no so idea. I've watched a bit of Below Deck over the years and then I've just got really obsessed with Below Deck. And the problem is I'm up to season four of Below Deck, the original. There's nine se- What is that noise? Oh, it's the cat again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, there's nine seasons of the original Below Deck. Now there's Below Deck Mediterranean. There's Below Deck Yachts. There's Below Deck Down Under. And it's just like this endless, absolute nonsense about people working on ships Mm. and shagging each other and fighting with each other and guests coming on and being appalling and um, people getting drunk. And it's amazing. Do you watch it? (laughs) No, I've avoided it, but maybe I will start watching it if it's when I run out of Welcome to Wrexham or whatever, because I just, it's not really my cup of tea. I've tried to watch it, but there, it's like I'm not really a massive fan of like the real, the real estate show either. The, right, which I love, yeah. obviously. I like Lux selling listings, sunset. but I don't like Lux selling listings. Sunset, yeah. Yeah, because so, there's a new there's now selling um, the OC, which yeah. I have been watching as well. Not as good as selling Sunset. I thought it was. But I've gone off it a bit. Mm. Bit contrived. Mm. I mean, I can't. You, you can't believe that reality TV is contrived, can you? I can't. I really can't. I would, I I know, would have thought it's, it's real. Um, I'm but watching yeah, the amazing. Logic is making me stay up till midnight every night watching like two or three episodes wow. of this absolute nonsense. Wow. Yeah. Can you wow. hear that noise that that cat's making? Yeah. What's she doing? She's got a pencil that she's, like, chasing around the floor. <laughs> Do you want me to stop no, it? No, it's quite cute. Um, mm. I'm watching the, Amo- the Amazing Race, so I'm used to things being annoying. Australia. Yeah, Bo Ryan's quite annoying. He's the host. But it's such a nice show. It's just full of joy. And they're so they're, a lot of them haven't been overseas before or certainly haven't been overseas for a really long time. And so they're just so yes. delighted to be in foreign countries and they have, they're just so enjoying. Like, there's not a... There's not a, there's not a um, cynical bone in their bodies. They're just having like the best time ever, and like doing the most ridiculous trials and games yeah, to try yes. and get ahead. I love Amazing Race. Yeah, I haven't watched the Australian. It's good. Bit, it is really reason. good. Like the last one was yeah. rubbish because it was in Australia, um, and so yeah. you know they were going like, go to Melbourne Spencer Street Station, find a man <laughs> selling a kebab. <laughs> Whereas you know, like when you're overseas, they're actually doing something. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> really hard um obviously nothing will ever top that amazing amazing race where the um 
watermelon smashed in the lady's face when they did the giant slingshot. <laughs> if you've never seen that, look it up honestly, on YouTube. You have to go and Google it immediately because it was amazing. <laughs> That's why they call it the Amazing Race. Yeah. But Bo Ryan is really annoying because he tries to, he's all footy showy all the time. It's like, just oh, calm it down, yeah. Bo. Come on. Can't be doing with it. No. no. Um, finally, for Culture Club, did you watch any of you watched any Emmy stuff yet? Not yet, but I did see that she won. I was very happy. And did you see her giving her speech, mm-hmm. Jennifer Coolidge? So Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus, which we loved, and so did Murray Bartlett, yeah, um, who we guy. loved. Um, and she gave a speech, Jennifer Coolidge, who was also like Stifler's mum in American Pie, and she was in um, Legally Blonde, you know, that blonde lady. She's sort of of our vintage Claire, isn't she? She's, Maybe a bit um, older. <laughs> yes. Um, and she gave this amazing speech, which was hilarious. And then they did played the music to get her off. And she was like, no, no, kept talking, kept talking. And then they played fast music to get her off. So then she started dancing. dancing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching it going, oh, my God, that is me if I ever won an Emmy. Like, completely me. Aww. I loved her. And I want Aww. her to be our new best friend. Oh, that's probably good. Yeah. Probably good. Thank you. <laughs> Right, now, next thing, I have put three sections together, Claire. Yes, you have, for time, so, for time purposes. Well, just for fun, or just, I don't know why, really, mm-hmm. just did, Claire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's what's cooking. Hey, good looking. Looking. What, what you, got you got cooking? cooking. Slash. Yep. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Slash big question. Big question. Mm-hmm. So, big question, Claire. Yes. In the US, the average time people eat their dinner is 6.22 p.m. Right. And people who eat dinner after 9 p.m. are considered sort of quite, you know, (laughs) avant-garde. Weirdos. What time do you eat dinner, Claire? I probably would say I eat my dinner at about 7.30. Right. What time do you eat your dinner? Do you have... Well... Because I'm not working in an office at the moment, so I'm not commuting, you sort of get quite, you know, like dinner happy by earlier. Mm. So actually I am pretty much, it, you know, I do Eddie, you know, fastest finger millionaire. That finishes at six. <laughs> then you turn over to Jamie Oliver and one of his endless shows that's on Foxtel Lifestyle. Um, and then watching Jamie gets you hungry, so then you yeah. go and cook your dinner. Right. So, so I would be... 6.37? Six thirty. I'd be done by seven usually. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, we. Yeah. I couldn't. Six twenty-two is way too early. I don't even get home until six o'clock normally. So no, that's too early. I would never eat yeah. dinner before seven. Mm-hmm. We might sometimes have an early dinner on a weekend, but that would still be six-ish probably. What's the latest you would consider eating? In your own house or even <laughs> outside the house, even outside. Oh, well, outside the house, I'd do an 8.45 sitting if I had to, but I'd be very would angry you? about it and I wouldn't. You'd be angry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get angry if people try to make me go to dinner at 8. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at home, I think maybe 8 would be the latest I would eat and that would be because my husband yeah. was cooking and it was taking him a long time. I don't think I'd eat past 7.30. Mm. No. You know what I, I say, think... Lisa? This is probably a fascinating thing to listen yes. to us talking about. Why don't you tell us what time you eat dinner? And let's I do tell think us on the PDPA. Yeah, or, I think you it's, know, it's just interesting. Americans are weird, aren't they? Like Americans literally, like, they just love to eat. They love everything to be 
But, I mean, does that mean mm. that most Americans live in small towns where they don't have to go very far to get home, they don't have to commute? Yeah, I mean, New Yorkers wouldn't so. eat at 6.22, would they? New Yorkers would eat no, at 9. No, but, I mean, America's a very big place, so if that's the average, yeah, you know... Yeah, but I LA mean, people would birds. have a salad. They go out for early bird dinner, don't they? Yeah, five pm early birds. Yeah. That would be me. But I can't wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we you went, have a second um, dinner or supper then, because you're hungry, aren't you? Later supper. Yeah, I went for lunch today um, at a sailing club, and it was um, obviously it is the middle of the week, and it was just full of you know retirees having mm. the time of their lives. Mm. Oh. Oh my god, this cat! And um, <laughs> we were talking to this the woman, talking to the woman at the table. There was a table of like old older people next to us, and we were having a chat with them. And the woman was saying, "I come here every Tuesday for for lunch. I have been for thirty two years or whatever." And then she was saying, "I'm eighty and I go skiing, and um, I ski five days a week when I go skiing." And I was like, "Oh my god, how wow. amazing are you?" But they were having quite the life. That's oh, what I want. It'd be nice, wouldn't mm. it? Nice just to get to yeah. lunch and just potter about. Potter about. And they yeah. had a big vanilla slice and they split it between four of them. They, you know, that's how to live, Claire. It is how to Anyway, live. tell me about your new cookbook. Well, I got sent a new cookbook today, Lisa, and I suddenly thought, is this actually worthy of being a cookbook? Yeah, it is what, what a, was it? It's about cheese boards. It's how to do cheese boards. How to do a cheese board? Yeah. Well, we've done that, haven't we? Yeah, well, everyone's done that, haven't they? But also, but it's like literally a whole cookbook about how to do grazing plates and different cheese boards. Cheese boards, yeah, for different occasions. I'm like, is that like, a cookbook? So like, I'm not sure that's a cookbook, but I'm, I'm, I'm quite intrigued, actually. To be fair, <laughs> I was going to so send it to you, you anonymously. Learn... <laughs> ah, did you learn anything from it? Well, I haven't. I haven't finished looking at it yet. I must say, I left it in the car because I got it from the post office, and I had to. Um, Mac, I got sent okay. it. In, yeah. Um, I do think that I guess it might give you ideas for decor of a cheese board, of making them look nice, of grouping certain foods together, um, if that's what you want. But, I mean, you can just look I've them just up. Googled, I've just Googled cheese board cookbook, right? Yes. And, honestly, so many, there are so many cheese board cookbooks out there. Wow. Well, we should have done one. So it's on- we should have done it, Claire. <laughs> is it just cheese boards, your book, or yeah. does it include like charcuterie and stuff as just well? Just says and... cheese boards, but maybe mm. there maybe that's All a right. very big term for charcuterie mm. as well. I don't know. Look, I... What I'm gonna say is mm. perhaps you could read it and you know, come back next week with some actual information. Okay. I'll give you some tips out of my cheese boards. Some takeaways. Mm. Yes. Mm. I'd like that. Thank mm. you. Um, um, now uh, we've got a few a few snack attacks to yes, finish off with. Yes, mm. um, I haven't got the cheesels yet, which I said I was going to get, so we can get rid oh, of those. Yes. But I oh, am okay. obsessed with a Melbourne chip company called Chappie's Snacks. Oh, um, I'm googling them now. When I did, when I went on my cruise, Lisa, earlier this year, yes, and I was in Vancouver. Canada is obsessed with um, dill pickle chips, right? Yes, and I'm obsessed with dill pickle chips. Yes, so but they're really hard to get here, and of course, I bought a few packets ate them we bought some at the airport oh no we bought some in the drugstores in vancouver and then we were like we'll get some more at the airport and fill up our carry-on luggage with them and then of course they didn't have any at the airport in any shop so we all missed out so then we looked online there is some a brand that you can get in harris farm but they're not as good they're nice but they're not as good but then chappies have dill pickle chips they also have a prawn cocktail chip i've never heard of them where do you buy them well you have to buy them online Right. From them. They're quite expensive. Mm. Um, but anyway, mm. I bought a 12 box of their dill pickle chips. 
because I've become obsessed with them. And are they good? They're so good. Took some to work because I couldn't bear to have 12 packets of chips in my house. But and did everyone love them? Yeah, they did. We did. We have a thing where I work, we have chip. <laughs> Depending on what day, what depending on what Wednesday it is, it could be Chippy Whippy Wednesday, Chocky Wocky Wednesday, Fizzy Wizzy yes. Wednesday, Poppy Whoppy Wednesday, right. whatever. And we had Chippy Whippy, and we did the snacks, and dill pickle chips came up quite high. Well, you've just reminded me when I was being you at work the other day, somebody said to me, "Please bring me some snacks." Ah. So I bought from Dur- um, from Woolworths. These new Doritos, which are guacamole and salsa. Ooh. And so some of them are green and some of them are sort of reddy colour. Oh, yeah. They're good? Uh, they're all right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'd rave about them. No, guacamole is a weird flavour. It was, yeah. It was, it was a bit, a bit weird. I um, remember we ages ago I bought the cheese and pickle chips from Aldi that were a Smith's and I've never seen them anywhere else before or after, but they are a bit dill pickly. They were delicious as well. So there's something, there is a flavour right. that exists in Australia that they can mm. harness for chippage, but they just refuse yep. to do it. But ch- chappies do dill pickle, they do prawn cocktail, they do other flavours as well, which all look really delish. So I think... I love if, a prawn cocktail chip. I thought you would. A prawn cocktail crisp. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. Well, I have had some very exciting crisps yes, there. Yes, yes. You know me goring noodles? Yes, I do. You don't, you've been so, complaining about them lately, haven't you? Yes. So you know instantly you know what that packet looks like, don't you? I do. They have bought out that brand but potato chips. Yum. And they taste exactly like the noodles. So they've basically just got the, the seasoning, I think, and just chucked Throw it on it chips. Throw it on some on chips. Crisps. <laughs> and they are sensational. Do what you need to, to do. You. Do what you need to do, Migarang. What are they called? Chitato. Chitato is the range. I got them in Woolies for half mm, price. Mm. Um, they are really very good. Mm. All right. Well, I have to say. I'm going to get the new Especially if you like me right. goring noodles, which I do. You do, don't you? What I, I don't think we actually talked about the noodles. We didn't because you I were going on... to, but we didn't do it. Yes. No. But what, what I will say very quickly is that most two-minute noodles are absolutely rubbish now and the only ones that are any good are those me goring. Mm. And I think it's because they have the original amount of chemicals and, and MSG. bad for you. <laughs> Probably have MSG. MSG. <laughs> and the others have gone all healthy and that's why they're not delicious yeah, they anymore. They don't taste of anything, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's nothing nicer no. than me goring noodles with a fried egg on top. Nothing better. Unless you've got a little packet of Audi chicken nuggets in the freezer. Oh, and then you put them on top as well. Oh. <laughs> hey. All right. And on now that I note. Sound like a, I sound like a 19-year-old boy who's got the munchies. <laughs> All right. Well, lovely well, to talk to you. Very nice. See you, Millie. Millie is I hope now. you stop crying. Yeah, I just silly, silly crying. She's above you. She's above you, about to jump. Well, That'll <laughs> <laughs> land on my head. <laughs> okay, crazy. All right, um, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.